Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Corbin, with my co-host, Tate. And we have a very special guest on today. This is H-Bar Shadies. Thanks for the intro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no problem, man. So how are you doing today, Shadies? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you, yourselves. Doing pretty good, pretty good. Mm -hmm. Can't complain. Yep. And now, uh, as you you cannot personally see the Shadies, but uh, our audience can. In the background of our video, we have one of many giveaway items. The giveaway will be fully announced on 420. Yep. And uh, yeah, this is just hinting at one of the items that we have and are willing to give away. Yeah, this is this is the physical item. Yes. Everything else is going to be crypto or NFT related. And what I love about it right now is they're only able to see roughly half of what it is. So some might not even realize exactly <laughs> what this is. And yeah. it's, it's great. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Shadies, so um, if you don't mind just giving us an overview of your project <clears throat> and uh, what inspired you to create this great project, because I personally love the art and I think that you have a lot of potential with it all. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so H-Bar Shadies is, I would say, it's um, it's a CryptoPunks in the style of CryptoPunks kind of kind of art, if you like. Um, and every single character is basically rocking a pair of shades. Um, for the Gen 1s, uh, everyone, every character's got um, the H-Bar Shades on. Gen two, we'll go. I guess we'll go into that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, I mean, and the the inspiration was more or less. Um, I've been in HBAR since about probably since about maybe February last year, so just over a year. Um, but just before I got into doing NFTs, and I think just before the NFT space sort of kicked off, there was a there was sort of. Um, kind of a little bit of a viral social media thing, um, especially on Twitter, where um, I think it originated from some of the actual Hedera staff. I don't know if they bought out like uh, uh, some merch with HBAR Shades or something. Um, it seemed to catch on on, um, on social media. So a lot of people seem to be putting HBAR Shades on, on their profile pictures. Um, yeah. So I thought I thought I thought it was a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> to sort of run with that. It definitely seems to be continuing to grow immensely around mm. the Twitter yeah. space and just throughout all of crypto. I'm continuously seeing the H bar shadies just pop up on the map, and I love to see it because the artwork's great. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's different because it's different. It's different from your typical like punk project. Yeah, like nothing against you know H bar punks or anything, but like you know something a little different never hurts, right? It's 3D. Yeah. Yeah. And they it, look the other way. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's a great der- way. It's not derivative. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to describe it, actually. They look the other way. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was basically my, my inspiration for it, was, um, was uh, the whole the viral thing that was happening with people putting H-bar, H-bar glasses on their profile picture because... I feel like before that, it was uh, a lot of people were doing, you know, like laser eyes for, and that would sort of like signify that you were into crypto. And yeah, but this was sort of like, this was like what Hedera had was the, the Hage Bar Shades. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was, that was where that came from. And then it snowballed and now you see it everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't say it was, you know, it's not necessarily my, my idea. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't own the rights to it or anything, but, uh, that's just what I, I I figured it would be a, a good a good direction to go for an NFT project, mm-hmm. and it yep. seems seems to be working so far. Yeah, it's working <laughs> yeah, very very well, actually. <laughs> one, one of the blue chips. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. So why why did you choose H bar? Yeah. So um, I mean, to be honest, it's, it's it's one of the first cryptos that I've really got into. Um, beginning of last year is when I got into it. Um, before that I was, I was looking at like stocks, like penny stocks and stuff like that. Um, and I was, I was speaking to, I was in a couple of like discord chats, like some penny stock discord chats. And one of the guys that I was speaking to put me onto this, um, program 
it's called Hidden Hidden Secrets of Money. It's, I think it aired like I don't know, like 2015 or something. Um, but it expl- in in there, um, it's epi- I think it's episode eight. <laughs> um, about 39 minutes in, uh, you see um, in, um, interviews with like Jordan Freed and uh, a couple of the other guys from Hedera, and it explains about the difference between blockchain and hashgraph and all that sort of stuff. And um, I literally was just. I wasn't really into crypto at all at that point. You know, I'd, I'd I'd sort of seen what happened to blockchain years before, but I never I never really like got into it, and I never bought any Bitcoin or any of that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, when I when I sort of I, I watched this program and it sort of explained the differences and how how different it is the speed speed difference and the security difference, I just sort of thought, um, wow, like this has got to be worth looking at a little bit more. Um, started looking into it and. The more I looked into it, the more I was just like, damn, like this, I got invested in this basically. Um, so that's why I was into HBAR anyway. So since that day, I've, I've been a HBARbarian, um, nice. invested in it mm-hmm. from, yeah, I'd say maybe February, January, February, 2021. Um, yeah, carried on investing until, until about September. And then that's when NFT sort of kicked off on Hedera. So to be honest, for me, it wasn't, it's not really ever been a case of why Hedera. It's always been a case of why would I go anywhere else? Because I've always been into Hedera. <laughs> Hedera found you. Yeah. Yeah. See, it kind of <laughs> seems like that. But Dr. Lehman spoke I do, to you. I do see the benefits. Sorry, go on. Oh, I was just making a joke that Dr. Lehman spoke to you. <laughs> yeah it came to me in a dream yes yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean i obviously i i now i've been in in nfts for a bit like i see the benefits and it's it's kind of i more than luck than anything that i sort of found hedera first i think because sure. i, I could have easily i mean I, I don't think um maybe the project wouldn't have done as well if i'd have gone on to something like ethereum mm. um before or or any other chain even but um, yeah, right time, right place for me coming into NFTs on Hedera for sure. I mean, but yeah, the ben- the ben- Sorry, if you go to Ethereum, one, you're going to yeah. have to worry about all the terrible gas fees. Yeah. And two, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. two it's, it's really competitive nowadays. It's, yeah. it's really saturated and it's hard to get your name out as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. with HBAR, like, and XRP specifically, like, the communities are a lot more smaller, but they're a lot stronger, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. And that, that definitely helps in the long term, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah. It, I think, it, I think you're, you're spot on there, because I think the reason that the people are in HBAR is because of HBAR and because of the tech. Yeah. yeah. And same, same with XRP. They're in it for the use case, you know? They're in mm-hmm. it for the tech and the use case. They're not in it to necessarily i mean there there are people that are in it you know just to make a quick buck and yeah etc i mean we're all we're all here for the same reason you're gonna find it everywhere yeah yeah but ethereum does it has that mag it's like a magnet isn't it for for everything 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 scams and you know just flipping and no that's all that all that type of stuff (laughs) god no comment (laughs) Hey, you, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, investing in soul projects is actually a great idea because, you know, if the network's not working, you can't rug it. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could potentially just breach it and then you have no access to even pulling. Oh, oh, that's dandy. We, yikes. <laughs> All the ideas. Oh, no. All the ideas. Yeah, but you were, uh, yeah, I actually remember, like, when I was first investigating, like, what each bar NFTs were and like sort of the communities you were one of the first ones that I actually found. And then I was lucky enough to uh, get a whitelist spot for gen one. That's a W that's, that's, a, a, that's w. a big fat yeah. W. Absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're doing something with like, if you, uh, if you, bur- for the next like five minutes, if you boost the server, you're going to get a whitelist spot. And I was like, Whoa! I think I'm still boosting it <laughs> <laughs> to this day. <laughs> to this oh, day. Wow. That's great. Yeah. That was like, that was super early. Wasn't it? Yeah. That's- yeah. You're jogging my memory now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I like that sort of thing as well because um, from the beginning, I always liked the idea of, um, uh, you know, like 
rewarding people for things um, that, you know, either they, they don't necessarily do them because they want something out of it or, or you know, like potentially if, you know, you, you just, you give someone something because they've been a good member of the community. Like, I, I like, I like that aspect of it because I, I feel like there's so many people around that they want to, they want to do stuff for you just because they want to get, you know, maybe they want to get a free NFT or they want to get, I don't know, a share or they want you to boost their project, share it on Twitter or something. Free advertising, yeah. essentially. That was one of the fun, of the, um, I remember right at the beginning, I was, I remember just playing around with that sort of stuff thinking, this is, you could have some fun here, just like, make some people, you know. <laughs> maybe change their lives. Like, Stress them out at the same time, but it's fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a lot of panic. Some like the panic is sometimes quite fun to watch and to be part of as well. I think because um, I did like a scavenger hunt as well at the, right at the beginning for some whitelist spots, and that was that was one of the one of the funniest things I think I've ever I've ever watched on on Discord. <laughs> it's just the uh, it's the the chaos. <laughs> nice. Good That's fun. hilarious. Yeah, because yeah. everybody was gunning for for a whitelist spot. I I have I have a feeling that when uh, Vicente drops Gen two Vicizi, that it's going to be a very similar situation of everybody scrambling. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He did a uh, he did an April Fool's joke where like <laughs> you, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, he got me so bad. He was like, "Yeah, we're uh, somebody." Somebody was like, "Yeah, we're dropping whitelist spots for Gen two. I'm like, "What? What? Why did I hear about this?" <laughs> they're like, you got you got to message Vicente directly, and I'm like, huh? Why? Okay. And then he was offline. I'm like, Vicente, there's only one spot left. I need it. And then I was acting like I was the one getting that spot, and Corbin was just pissed. Dude, I was so mad. I'm like, I'm not missing this. Uh, so with H Bar Shadies, what is some of your favorite utility that you'll provide to your community? Okay. Yeah. So. um yeah, so my favorite kind of utility is, um, I mean, in an ideal world, I would like to give everybody free money, <laughs> but uh, in in practical in practical terms, it, it doesn't it doesn't really work. Um, mainly from where I live in the UK, it's illegal. Uh, well. <laughs> It's, it's one of the things. It's it's, it's 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 the law in the UK is very similar to the the law in the US, where it's all kind of vague, and they kind of sure. tell you what they don't really tell you what you can and can't do. They they just kind of hint at what you you shouldn't do, um, yeah. and they don't necessarily say, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, then you know, this is wrong, this is right, but you can do this and you can't do that. It's kind of it's kind of like well, you know, if if your product acts in this kind of way, then that's bad. <laughs> and then you're sort of left up to interpretation into, into how to, how to sort of like, you know, get through that minefield. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to sort of stay away from that, that side of things, but um trying to provide value in, in as many ways as I can while, while trying to get through that minefield. So um, farming is a great thing. I think, um, it's kind of like it, it kind of engages the community quite a bit. Um, you, you, it's sort of like um, I think a lot of people see it as like you almost like playing a game. So you, you like you've got like a timer, and um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. So I've got a Discord bot. So basically, you link your wallet, and um, the Discord bot basically recognizes if you've got HBAR Shady's tokens in the linked wallet. Uh, and then you can choose to start uh, a farming timer. So it's kind of like staking, but you don't you don't actually the the tokens never leave your wallet. Um, you start a timer, and as long as you're holding those tokens while you start while the for the duration of the timer, then you, you get a reward at the end of it. So that's that's basically how the farming is is working um, for my project at the moment. It's not as robust as I as I first hoped. We're getting a, some some problems with the bot and um, things like being it's rate limited on some of the mirror nodes and stuff like that. And some some people are getting some funny things happening with their timer where it's like it pauses for for an hour or something and then they end up an hour behind and then 
maybe the next day it pauses again and they end up two hours behind <laughs> things like that and then you you end up like manually correcting it so it's not it's not um it, the first the first round of it that we've done is, is is kind of been like a test um we're we're learning a lot about it and we're trying to come up with some some decent solutions um whether in the future i'll be i'll be doing it via bot or via a, like a different platform uh, that remains to be seen depending on what's what's coming out i've, I've heard of a few different um staking options that are, might be available to projects in the future so i'd say yeah um to answer your question that was the long answer. <laughs> yeah. So, so farm, farming is is I I think it's um I think it's a it's a great way to sort of keep the community engaged and I think it's important to for a, for an NFT project to build a community and for also to try and have your community sort of like emotionally attached in a way to your no not like um you know I don't want you to cry but. <laughs> to have that kind of emotional connection with the project so that you, you know, you, you believe in it and you want to, you know, you want to, you want to be part of it. You want to be part of something. You want to see it grow. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And you want to, you maybe you want to help it grow as well, even though, you know, it's not your project. It's you, it is your project really because you own the token. So it's ownership, isn't it? That's what it's all about. It's your, it's your project. You may not, you know, you're not the creator, but it's everyone. Everyone who owns a token, it's it's your project. So that's that's the kind of thing I want to I want to try and promote, and it's just trying to trying to get the right utilities in place to try and to try and make that happen in an, in an organic way as well. Because I think if you're going to grow a project, it needs to be organic. Yeah, it's it's um it's it's easy to try and give away a bunch of HBAR or something in return for followers, but you know, if those if those followers are just there for the free HBAR, they're not gonna stick around oh, for no, not at all. Nah. for NFTs and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So Yeah. I think those things have their have their place, but from like a marketing standpoint sometimes, but not just not, right out the gates. Yeah, not you don't no, want to do that right out the gates. And it's not long term either. It's not, it's never gonna be sustainable growth. Nah. <laughs> but nah. yeah but yeah yeah so i would say that's my sort of favorite utility is um free nfts via via engagement really sure is there a yeah. like a maybe not necessarily like a spreadsheet but like of how many hours like if you hold x amount of shadies how long and you're farming for like a certain type of shady like how many hours that would actually take yeah so it's the way it's the way it works is um is based on so depending on how many points you have yeah um so each each token uh from hbar shadies is worth a certain amount of points so for example at the moment this is probably all going to change in the future because all the stuff that we've we've learned from round one but at the moment the way it is is that if, if you own a gen one it's two points and the, the bot recognizes a gem one a gem one token is two points and it'll reckon it'll recognize things like um an OG shady, which is what we gave out for free to all the OG buyers. So everybody who, who bought from drop one um got um bought from, directly from the project got an OG shady basically um for free. Uh also it's early early bird cards which was given out to the first 333 people in the discord so that if you hold those tokens they're they're one point mm-hmm. <clears throat> so there's an incentive to hold those tokens as well as the gem ones and there's like um special edition ones that we did we've done some collaboration ones and so the gem one the gen one tokens are always going to be worth they're always going to be the cream of the crop they're always going to be more points more farming points than any any of the other ones um it's gonna it's gonna have to work in in like a tiered fashion so the way it works is that depending on how many points you have you get a discord role so at the moment we've got like the the best one is uh like ultra shady i think that's like 15 points and then super shady which is 10 points and then the one under that is um the shady collector and then you've got like your shady character i think that's like five and three points so basically if the more points you have the better role you have the better role you have the quicker you can farm a token 
Um, so I think two weeks for an ultra shady, I think they they would be able to farm the ultra shady and the super shady collection. They would be able to farm each token would be two weeks, and then the tier below, I think it's like a it added like another week, and then another week for the the tier below. So that that's that's how it sort of it works. So it, it's it's an incentive to to hold more of the tokens to gain more points. It's like a game, really. The more points you have, the the quicker it goes. The more chance you have of getting something. Sure, so and then if you have, sorry. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and then the the token that you get from farming, you can then if you as long as you keep it in your wallet, that counts as in the point system, right? So that way it will yeah so snowball. So yeah, like in in future rounds, we'll we'll add those tokens as well. So it's like. It's almost like compounding, you know. As long as you don't, you mean you can choose to sell it if you want. Like the ultra shadies are going to be, they're like they're custom. There's going to be twenty of them. They're going to be custom. So um, all the guys that have that have managed to farm one, they're going to work with me one on one. We're going to like you know, tell me what traits you like. There's going to be like a basic template that we're going to stick to. Um, obviously, we're not going to. You, you can't turn around and say, you know, I just want you to make me a, a shadow, a gem one shadow or whatever. So yeah. There's a, there's going to be some rules, but it's going to be like a collaboration between me and um and and the ultra shadies guys that 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 will farm them. Um, but yeah, like it's it's it it's like that compounding thing where the next round that token becomes part of your arsenal, like to be able to, you know, add towards your points to farm to farm quicker. So. If you, you stick with a basically you stick with a project, you get rewarded, you know? That's, yeah, that's, I, that's, I really so like that idea a lot because mm-hmm. it just makes people but Well we are back. back. We are back. I'll probably just end up editing that <laughs> out anyway. Of course. <laughs> well I really like how you're approaching the the point system and farming. Because um, yeah. I see it as if you're an OG investor into the project and you truly believe in the project. And you want this to succeed, you will obviously continue to reinvest into the project. And when you reinvest into it, it obviously allows you to gain more points to then down the road just continue to accumulate more NFTs. Yeah. And I see that as really valuable as as only if the project is valuable. Mm-hmm. You know? And I see a lot of potential with that. No, yeah. cool. no, I'm glad I'm glad you see it that way, because that's that's the intent, really. Yeah. Is um, it's it's similar to the way like um, Stato have done their staking. It's like if the earlier you are, the more reward you're going to get. Yep. Sure. So, and then it, it, you know, the the longer you hold these tokens, the more the more likely you are to 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 gain value in the future. It's uh, it's just it's, it's the way I'm trying trying to do it anyway. Mm. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as as the tools develop on Hedera, hopefully hopefully it'll be be a bit more smooth in terms of you know you won't have to go for a discord bot there'll be a platform and yeah you, there'll be like a catalog of things that you'll you'll be able to see what you can farm you know um yep. and you'll I, be able to like log into a profile and you'll be able to see you know how much time you've got left all that sort of stuff that's that's the um that's the end goal with that with it this have, is just early days yeah um have you talked to like patches or anybody from turtle moon tools about maybe Sort of developing a platform for that. Yeah, so I think, I mean, um, I don't know how, I don't know if it's public knowledge or not. I'm sure he's probably mentioned it to a couple of other people, but I'm sure that they are planning on working on something similar. Um, I know that there's another platform uh, that's going to be doing something similar as well in the future. It's going to be, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of. Um, it's called a Hedera Steakhouse. I have wow, I've not heard of that. Is it an yeah, actual so, steakhouse, or is it just no, a, so, it's, <laughs> so it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be steak it's gonna be a staking platform basically. Gotcha. Um, it, it was only it was announced very recently, so I think it was announced within like the last week that wow. it's basically gonna be a platform where um, projects can can use the platform. And they're gonna have like um. They're going to basically they're building the tech with a HBAR suite to 
to implement internet staking for projects. So like, for instance, I, I could go to them and say, okay, I'll, I want to have staking for my project. And they go, okay. So, you know, you basically give them your token IDs and all that sort of stuff. And um, your holders will be able to stake their tokens and there'll be like a, a community, um, a community, like fungible token. I don't know if fungible token is the right word, but there'll be like a community token that you can farm. So I think that I, I can't remember if they if they finalised the name of it, but they they were talking about like sizzle or something. So that it, it would be like you know like if you were to stake like you were to get H bar X for staking your staking your NFTs, you could you could get sizzle token or, or so it would be like a community token that you could therefore use that token to potentially buy NFTs from other projects that are also involved in Hedera Steakhouse. So it's, 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 a, it's quite a nice idea. Yeah, yeah I it's, really like it's, that. It's, it's like an ecosystem, an ecosystem idea, something that will help drive the ecosystem rather than individual projects having their own token like if i were to have shady's token you know you you can only use that on my on my project you wouldn't you it wouldn't be sort of like um you would be able to cross borders into like i don't know like punks or whatever to buy some you couldn't buy something with shady's token sure. for example sure, yeah. yeah whereas th this this idea is that it's to sort of like try and band the whole ecosystem together to try and drive it forward in that way so yeah, that's that, a great you know, idea. To, just to give projects more value, I guess. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. That's the best. It's you always want to look for value. But yeah. I, I believe yeah. there is one uh, one platform that you can stake HBAR on already. Yeah, I believe it's oh. called Stater. Yeah, it oh, just yeah. came out. <laughs> yeah, it just came yep. out recently. I saw Crypto Mason did a video on that, and it was quite interesting. There's over 250 oh. over 250 million HBAR being staked already. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Good yeah. for them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Are you guys taking? I personally am not. I am not, sadly. No. All of my liquidity is in NFTs. So, you know, I'd love to. Nice. But, you know. <laughs> down the road. Down the road. Yeah. When stuff eventually <laughs> sells. But see, the, the other problem, though, is, like, I become incredibly attached to these projects. Like, I'm not going to sell my Shadies. Oh, yeah. I have no reason to sell my Shadies. Yeah. My last Cyber Hedera, I'm not selling that. Well, with your Shadies, you can just use them in the farming system to make more Shadies. Exactly. So what's the point yeah. of selling right now? Yeah. It's like breeding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it, that's, that's basically what it is almost, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait until all that sort of stuff kicks off where you can do things like that. Yeah. There's going to be projects that do like, you know, you have like a, a male, you know, a male shady and a female shady and you can make a baby shady or stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> or there could be like weird variants of where like maybe it bursts like a Pokemon or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you get, I don't know, you get, I don't know, something, something else, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> some, some, some oddball thing, that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, for, with every, with every guest that we have on the show, we ask them a question that I call the state of HBAR. And essentially, question. it is a, it is a big question. And because you're a creator, you have a different sort of view for most of us, you know, plebs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how would you how would you rate the the ease of development on Hedera and how how do you like its ecosystem right now? And how do you think <clears throat> that the Hedera Foundation can actually improve the Hashgraph for for your purposes? Yeah, so I mean, I probably have a little bit of a different view to most, um, not all, most creators because I'm I'm not technically sound in in coding or you know um, software engineering that type of thing. I'm 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 a guy that you know I can manage. I'm managing the project. I I do the art, but when it comes to the technical side of things, um, this is part of the reason. Well, part of the reason, the main reason that I'm I'm with I'm with Turtle Moon at the moment. I'm one of the the shellmates is because they're they're building the tools for people like me that don't know how to do any of that stuff. So I, I probably have a bit of a, a different uh, view on it than say I don't know than Patches, for example, because because Patches knows 
the the technical side and what's missing and you know what what they could do but um from my point of view and i've seen a lot of i've seen a lot of people in in the um in the community saying that it's, it's you know it's really bad it's really broken all our nfts are tanking all that sort of stuff but i personally don't think it's that bad i think it's a symptom of how early we are Mm-hmm. And that really, what what needs to happen, in, in my opinion, this is just my take on it, is that we need to have one. We need the RPC uh, protocol so that um, wallets and marketplaces can have easier signing of transactions. And, and when that all that st- that comes out, it's it's going to be much easier to to um um communicate with the with the marketplaces and all that sort of stuff so whereas now like we have zeus that's which is which is brilliant for what we have at the moment it's custodial it it's going to cause problems with things like staking nfts because they're not in your wallet they're in zeus's wallet yeah so like if you're going to have a staking platform you can't you can't have it listed on a marketplace which you know there's pros and pros and cons for that but I don't, I'm not really 100 percent sure how they how they deal with that on other on other chains, but that's like sort of one of the sort of things that for me that's that could be potentially an issue. Um, but yeah, the way I see it is, I think we need marketplaces that are going to be more more like the ones you see on Sol and that have you know the all singing or dancing features. What we really need is OpenSea to work. HBAR, XRP, and all of these other just platforms and yeah, integrate be, all of their NFTs also into OpenSea so people aren't just using OpenSea for ETH and Soul. Hey, 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 yeah. whoa, calm down, bud. You're forgetting that NFT.com exists. Imagine, oh my gosh, could you imagine Soul and Ethereum <laughs> NFTs being sorry. on OpenSea? <laughs> <laughs> And then HBAR and XRP and like XDC and XLM NFTs on NFT.com. Wow. Because that much network traffic would suck to maintain. You're right. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) And incorporating all these different blockchains when you're already operating on the biggest one that exists, which sadly is Ethereum. But, you know. (laughs) Besides the point. Besides the point. Yeah. I mean, I feel as if NFT.com will be a lot more searched down the road once people are, are just more aware of it. Yeah, I mean, if you also yeah. think about like how little exposure HBAR yeah. has right yeah. now because of Very the market little. that they're targeting, which, you know, they can target whoever they want. Yeah. But, you know, for retail, it's hard to... It's, it, it's not necessarily hard to get people to do research about it, but, like, it's not a publicly known thing that you're just going to be randomly scrolling through channels and you're going to randomly see, like, Dr. Lehman yeah. or somebody. Like, no. It's like fishing. No. Yeah, got to reel why, it out. Why, yeah, <laughs> and you got to hope like, that they hit the hook. Yeah, that's why the people like um like Kevin O'Leary are so important because yeah. you know he's he's trying to put it on like CNBC and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, that's what we need. Really, we need more of that and uh, influencers. I mean, of course, yeah, influencers, all that sort of stuff. I think that's where it's gonna start because yeah. I see, I see I, that as well. I don't, it's it's difficult to say in the future, but I don't know if NFT.com is going to bring much interest to HBAR in the in the short term. Maybe in the long in the long term, but I, I don't I don't know how it's going to work. I saw a thing and it was like uh, if you want to if you get you get a uh, like a founders key for NFT.com, then you can be part of their DAO. You can vote to have. Um, HBAR NFTs, you know, integrated into NFT.com in the future or whatever. Um, but if you know, not many, not many people from HBAR end up with a founder's key. Is it ever going to get voted in? I don't know. <laughs> it's a difficult yeah. one. It's a difficult one to see what's going to happen in the future with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you um, make a very good point on that. Here's yeah, hoping because they're um, yeah. they're launching on ETH, aren't they? Yeah, I think I think that's the idea. I watched it. I watched a video. Um, I think it was H. Bubble actually. He was talking to Jordan Freed. Mm-hmm. I watched it 
I think yesterday or today. Um, I don't even know what day it is anymore. Um, <laughs> they're yeah. saying that, like, like obviously, if they've got like two hundred million accounts, whereas H H Bar have got, you know, we've just passed eight hundred thousand. So, if you're going to launch an NFT platform that's going to be chain agnostic, it really doesn't make sense to just have it on HBAR. And I, I do agree with that. Yeah. Because as well, we're not fully built out. We don't have, we don't have the tools that we need to be a, a fully fledged ecosystem yet. And that's, that's why it, 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 I go back to the point of, you know, I don't think it's as bad as everybody thinks it is. I just think we're really early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we, we don't have like all singing, all dancing marketplaces yet. I think once we've got all singing, all dancing marketplaces, and once the community, you know, picks a winner of which one is going to be the main one or two, then that's when I think, you know, the names of those marketplaces are going to get around. Mm-hmm. And that's when people are going to go to those those points of interest and then, you know, then, then you get the, the projects that win from there. It, it really just has to be accessible to everybody. Like OpenSea yeah. and Phantom yeah. have their own uh, their own wallets on Apple Store and Android. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really just have to, you really just have to make it easier for the person who doesn't really know much about NFTs to be able to access it a lot more yeah. reliably. Yeah, yeah. And that's just the problem mm-hmm. I think we're coming into recently with a lot of these different exchanges and platforms <laughs> is they're just not as accessible to the the standard person. As they should be, yeah, and that that's that's the whole the whole push, isn't it, for for getting it on Coinbase? Yeah, yeah. because that's yeah. everyone's first. Everyone's first. I mean, it was definitely mine. It was my first place I went to to look for cryptocurrencies, and then yep. and it was like, oh, okay, there's another one called Binance. Okay, let's have a look at that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Coinbase for me was always the one that that I've that was the one I heard of first. I think that's like the mainstream, isn't it? That's the mainstream one. Um, I know over here in America, a lot of people use Uphold because it's very hard to acquire XRP. Yeah. Over here. So. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Delisted on major exchanges. Yeah, it got delisted like on a ton of places. And unless you use a VPN, it's kind of a pain in the butt to to get a hold of it and then move it to like cold storage. So with Uphold, you can also get like their XRP card, which I think. I think it's out of beta. It's probably been out of beta for a yeah, while. Probably, I've, I've had yeah. that card now for like almost two years at this point. But like every transaction I make with it, uh, I get XRP back, which is pretty dope. Oh. Can you, so, can you, I guess you guys must be able to get it on, um, on Binance, right? A, a little no, bit. Uh, you'd have to use Binance, not US, to be able to get XRP. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's not listed on Binance US. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Upholds technically. Or Uphold and BitTrue are technically the two exchanges that you can use your debit card to purchase XRP on, I believe. Yeah, there Uphold, might be one more, but Uphold's I know. Uphold's based in Britain, too, which yeah. is nice for regulatory reasons. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't even know where <laughs> BitTrue's based, but it's, I just wish it's you somewhere. Could move the yeah. H-bar off of Uphold. That's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The way they integrate other. It's a whole other thing. Like, they'll be like, <laughs> oh, we now support a token. It's like great. I can't move it anywhere. That's so bad. Thanks, uphold. That's bad. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Can't do anything with it. Yeah, you can't. You can't even. Um, like I was trying to deposit H bar to my uphold, and I didn't even see the ability to add it, which I thought was strange. Like you can buy it. No, you just I, you yeah, can't move I, I it. Don't, I don't even think you can send it to your uphold. That's um, that means you can't, they like, don't receive. receive. It basically means they don't allow you to have access to your your HBAR wallet. Well, no, you can yeah. still you can still buy you can still buy and sell HBAR with fiat on Uphold. You just can't move it anywhere. It, yeah, but yeah. Like, yeah, you can't send more HBAR to you or withdraw it out of it. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Like you, you're really restricted with how much access you have with your HBAR wallet. Sure. Yeah, it's basically like having uh, an investment account, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not really yours. You've you bought an investment, and you can you can switch it to and fro from from fiat. That's it. Mm-hmm. What yeah. what is your favorite shady? My favorite shady. Yes, I, I like them all. 
We love that. that was, I love to hear that because <laughs> it's very it's a very hard question for mm-hmm. some. Well, yes, I mean there's obviously some that I think look more badass than others, but I think they all look pretty good. I mean that sounds really arrogant, doesn't it? But <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean to be honest, when I when I made them, because um because they're all handmade as opposed to the the Gen two stuff is going to be it's going to be generated. So the the Gen one stuff is all sort of um, it's put together by hand. Um, so I did sort of make an effort to to make them look really cool, you know, like match match colors um, that look good. They look great. All of them look great. They're all yeah. unique to their own ways, and you really mm-hmm. don't see any that are like just copied and pasted. Yeah. There's no, we have we have no shady derivatives yet, yes. which is nice. Yes, very nice. <laughs> and you need that because with a lot of these NFT projects, you just see a bunch of copy and pasted things. And it's like, is there really any point in investing into it? Yeah, not really. Yeah, like did you see the the controversy with the held guy, the H E L D guy? No, I did not. What happened there? <laughs> so no, I've seen it. so he took so you know Cosmo monkeys, right? Yes. So he took them, deep fried them. So, like, put them through a filter, made them look extra, like, crunchy and, sure. like, gross, right? Yeah, yeah. And then resold them. And people bought them? And people bought them. That's a disgrace. Yeah. That's so much disrespect. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, he, yeah, he did Moon, uh, you know, Moon Tickets, the guy who worked with Crete's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he made a 3D, mo- a 3D model of a Charizard, which looked exceptional. Like, I've never seen the raw file before this, but so... What Jordan, so he, you know, was supposed to pay him a certain amount of H bar for it. Yeah. And he deep fried it again, but deep fried it in different color variations and then sold them as a series. That is without giving moon tickets credit. That is so, oh my gosh. As far as I'm aware, yeah. I could, you know, I could be wrong on that. And I might have missed something, but as far as I'm aware, he didn't give him credit for actually making the original work. Yeah, and I think the story is as well is that Moon Tickets didn't actually know what he wanted it for. He wanted, I think, Moon Tickets thought that he just wanted a three D model of a of a Charizard, like for his own. Yeah, like it was a <laughs> like a regular yeah. commission for his art gallery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, bit con- controversial, mm-hmm. shall we say? Yeah, just just a smidge controversial. Did you see? Uh, did you see the the um, the HBAR Foundation funding announcement? The held, dude. I'm so just ah. Mm. It makes yeah. So did you see that, Tate? I, I did not. Okay, so there was this little meme going around. I saw it originally from Crete's, where he was like, "Hey, well, if the HBAR Foundation's not gonna partner with me, well, I'm gonna put my name next to their name." Oh yeah, I saw Crete's do that. I saw Crete's do that. Yeah, I'm I like, that, okay, that's hilarious. So that was in response. <laughs> To the HBAR Foundation actually partnering with the held guy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Possibly providing him funding or something. I'm not sure, but I'm like, okay, who fact-checked this? Who? Obviously not the HBAR Foundation. Clearly they didn't talk to Irene They're not about in the this. system. They're not in the system. <laughs> They're not in the loop of what's going on. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm being I'm being diplomatic, so I'm trying not to say too much. Sure, but, sure, um, understandable. I, I just think um, I saw somebody put uh, the HBAR Foundation giving grants to NFT projects. This just doesn't really make sense because there's all this other infrastructure that we need. Yeah, and I do. I do sort of agree with that because you know, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what hell the hell guy's got planned. Maybe he's got something fantastic planned, and you know, I can't really speak for that, but. It, I mean, like, if it, if the HBAR Foundation, for example, was to partner with, with me, I would I don't really know what I would do with a grant, you know? I'd sort of be like, oh, okay, uh, let's build let's build some tools. Um, you create but, your own farming system is what you do. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, exactly. But I just think that sort of, that sort of stuff would be more, like, better used for marketplaces and infrastructure that we need. Well, think yeah, about I mean, it. Yeah, you cr- you develop the farming system and then you sell it off to all the exchanges because they're obviously not in the loop with how a farming system might work. Yeah, it's, an yeah, I- it's an idea. I think I think if you're going to get a grant from the HBAR Foundation, I think I think they're going to want you to open source it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. True. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Turtle Moon Tools if they get a grant and see how they decide they want to, you know, make it open or closed source. Totally up to them. Yeah. I think I think um I think Turtle Moon are going to do. You know, what I was I was mentioning the community token thing. Mm-hmm. I think eventually, eventually, that's what their their plan is as well is to have something similar. Okay. To have like staking and have like a their own little ecosystem. Stake your torts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then. You know, you get a token, you know, maybe you get TMT token or something, and then you can buy, you can buy uh, exclusive Shadies or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. This is all, all speculation. Sure. Always. But, oh. uh, I think that's, uh, I think that's the way things are going to go. Yeah. Speaking of speculation, uh, when Gen 2? Yeah, so, um, I am currently provisionally booked in for may to drop um i'm still keeping an eye on what's what's going on in the markets to because there's been a lot of stuff recently about um saturation of drops um versus you know amount of collectors and like there's the argument is that there's thousands and thousands of nfts dropping at the moment just flooding the market and this is why we're getting People say, you know, the system's broken, and because it, you know they immediately appear on uh, marketplaces. There's not enough people to to you know to flip them straight away, and then people just drop their prices until they find a buyer, if they can find a buyer. Um, yeah. So I am at the moment sort of I'm ke- I'm keeping an eye on you know what's what's happening. Um, I'm hoping that you know I think we at the moment. We need we need the RPC protocol, and we need, and then we need some some people to build some cool shit with it. <laughs> yeah, and then basically, uh, it just it does feel a little bit at the moment like the sentiment is just kind of depressed, and people are getting a little bit skeptical. Yeah, dis disheartened, I'd say, just by because because they're buying their NFTs from their favorite projects and. And then they see the floor price just bottom out, and yeah. it's, it's it's disheartening. Yeah, it's it's and sadly it's been that way for months because of I, yeah. I think there was such a such a strong liquidity shock after um, Exact didn't allow NFT trading that it it kind of just like temporarily murdered the market, pushed everybody yeah. out. Yeah, yeah well, well, yeah, because you couldn't trade, yeah. so yeah. there's no liquidity, yeah. even if you wanted there to be. Yeah, and then and then when um, when we had we finally got a hashback secure trade. Everybody mm-hmm. that had been waiting to sell for months, all of a sudden sold. And then there, all of a sudden there was this massive sell off. Yeah. Stuff. Everyone's like, Oh my God, why is everybody selling this? Why is everybody selling that? And it's like, well, it's just because they couldn't sell it for so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's obviously there's going to be a, a, a lot more volume around there, but it does, it does seem to have, yeah, it just seems to sort of stagnate everything a little bit. For every seller, you'll always need to have at least one buyer at the end of each trade. That that is true. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shadies, um, if there's anything else you'd like to uh, let your community know about, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just um, it's a very broad question. I understand. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm currently partnering with um, XR Pizza Party. Uh, they've got like a collaboration collection coming out, so they've Cross done a chain collab. Yeah, they've done a, a Shady's Pizza slice. Wow. So, um, for anyone who doesn't know, XR Pizza Party is was originally an XRP only project, um, and now they're actually they're going to be a cross chain, so they're going to have part of their collection on hbar as well um so i've i've partnered up with them um to help them give away some whitelist spots and all that that sort of good stuff uh, mm-hmm. and um help they've got a giveaway on at the moment as well for like a free mint token yeah so it's all good um but yeah it's an interesting project I, um their white paper looks looks brilliant mm-hmm. i would go and go and join their discord go and Go and have a look at their white paper. Give it a read. Also join, also join the HBR Shady's Discord. Follow them on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And 
check out yeah. all of them. We'll yeah. have them but, provided in the description down below. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, it, I join us. My own project, shouldn't I? <laughs> join us in the penthouse. It's a good time up there. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully, actually, that's, that's a good point. Um, hopefully in the near future, the, the penthouse will be a metaverse experience and then eventually it will be a token-gated metaverse experience. Ooh. That's all the stuff to look forward to. Things are heating up. Are we are we thinking like a VSS partnership? Or are we thinking... Obviously, this is really what, far down the line. A what partnership? A VSS? A VCCESS? You ever heard of it? Well, some people call it oh, Access. Access. Yeah. Access. I call it VSS. No, um, so, for anybody that has not heard of it, um, there's um, Happy Hashrogs creator are building a metaverse. So they are building a metaverse space called the Ivy. And it's basically, it's like a, a function space that can be used for anything that a project wants to use it for. Um, be it an auction, um, like a party, if you want to do like an after party to a drop, or, you know, like you just want to do a party. <laughs> like, um, if you want to have metaverse parties as part of, part of your utility, you can you can go to the Ivy. You can you can sign your project up, and you can have a you have a metaverse party in there. I think there's also they're going to have like a concert space as well. Um, in the future, I think they're planning on having things like you could have like a live DJ to actually DJ a party or a concert in their in their concert venue. Wow. So. Um, yeah, so, um, I'm actually on the on the the council for the Ivy at the moment with a, a bunch of other cool projects. Uh, nice. I think H Barmer is on there. I think sweet. I think Doodleverse is on there. Okay. Um, Happy Hash Frogs is probably on there as well because I think um, I think one of their guys is is, is... bunch of others. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's probably another thing I would say look out for in the near future. So lots of juicy stuff coming up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's very, very, very cool. But yeah, other than that, mm -hmm. back to the grindstone. That's yeah. it. We appreciate all of this, Shadies. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Lots of good alpha but, from this. Yes. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yes, indeed. Sure. It's been fun. Well, with that indeed. being said. Giveaway will be finalized by 420 and our Twitter. This is just a sneak peek of what you'll be able to receive. This is the one physical Wait, item. Today's the 19th, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this out by the 20th. So if this gets uploaded on the 21st, now now you know the to enter in the giveaway. Yeah, yes. enter the giveaway now. It's on our Twitter. It'll probably just be like a like, retweet, and follow us. Then. No, we'll, we'll make it fancy. That okay. one website where you, you got to do the things and you get extra spots and stuff. We'll make it fancy. All right. All right. Yeah, All we'll right. make it fancy. Get yeah. it done. Exactly. <laughs> well, with that being said, this has been the Alt Kings podcast, and we will see you next episode. Pink. <laughs> take out the light. Just take out the light, why don't you? Sure, we don't need it. <laughs> People don't need to see us. <laughs>